it's, mm. it's time to meet a man that we spoke to before. Uh, it's been a year. Here he is live. Good evening. Sir Morris, Sir Morris how it's, are you? It's, it's just Morris. Um, uh, yes. Marty, for someone who claims not to like that banana whiskey flavored whiskey, there's rather a lot gone out of the bottle, I noticed. Yeah. The, the, the thing about it is, uh, it's, it's not that much out of it whenever you consider it. <laughs> it's about two shots of it in two weeks. It's absolutely foul. Um, well, maybe you can feed it to the horses next time you go down to that place in Kentucky. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, I'm sure the horses will probably enjoy it well enough. But uh, yeah. So, Morris, how are you? How's things very, going? Very well, thank you. Um, yeah, we've been busy. Um, busy for, since we launched two years ago. I mean, it doesn't seem like that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, yeah, very busy. Um, do you have to, I do have to admire your, your surroundings, uh, where you are. That, that, that's the kind of room you really should be drinking whiskey in. That's, that's, that's how you, whiskey should be drunk in a room like that. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, I can't say I've read all of the books. There's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a few more of them as well. So, uh, uh, and I didn't have a check to see whether we have a copy of Ulysses. Uh, we probably do somewhere, but uh, I haven't read it. And I must start now. I'm very ashamed of that. No, well, what you do is you say that you've read it, because no, most people who say they've read it. <laughs> yeah, but then I'd come across someone like you, Marty, and then, <laughs> then you'd call me out on it. So, oh, no, uh, trust me, it's a fab do you read it? It's fabulous. I have but... read, I've read bits of it, the, 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 the bits going around Dublin, but uh, <laughs> it's not it, enough of it to make sense. Now, wayward Irish spirits. Uh, yep. you, you've been up and running now for... A period of time. Um, tell us, tell us a bit more about how you got started. How, how did you enter this Irish whiskey world? Well, we launched two years ago, straight into COVID. Uh, we launched on February 29th, <laughs> and then two weeks later, we had COVID. So plans had to change. Uh, it's been something we've been planning now for. Uh, it was about 2016 when we when we pushed the button on on this project. Um, so we were we we had to go when we were when we were ready, and 2020 was when that was. Yeah. Um, the we were Irish spirits, we, and we're a family company based on Loch Lean and Killarney, yeah. uh, on land that that's been in my family for about 900 years. Uh, our main whiskey is the Liberator Irish whiskey, named yeah. after my great 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 grand uncle Daniel O'Connell. Uh, who uh, was famously accused of being that wayward Irishman by Robert Peel, the British Prime Minister. So we sort who, of who take found it at the police station. Who found it at the police, by the way? That's why we call them Peelers. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But well done. Uh, and yeah, he called Daniel O'Connell that wayward Irishman, and the family have taken that on with uh, with uh, with pride. This is where we are uh, on Loch Lean. Uh, on a good day, it's not like that this evening. I've been vile <laughs> here this evening, so uh, uh, so that's on a good day. Um, the uh, yeah. So, um, do you have all the slides there, Marty? Are you going to sorry, well, just, uh, just Justin? Are you going through them? Y yes, I'm going to go through them. Whatever okay. you want to talk about, I can bring it up, okay. uh, Morris. So, it, so there's no problem um, there. Yep. Yep. The just the family history. We've been. From about 1450, we were importing wines and spirits from Spain and Portugal into a place called Ballycarbury Castle down the mm. coast from here. Uh, and that was a perfectly legitimate business in those days. And uh, Cromwell came and sacked the castle. It hasn't changed much since about 1628 when it was, it was like that, and it still is even now. Yeah. Uh, and we moved up the coast to a place called Derranan, uh, and that coincided with the English Parliament bringing in uh, in uh, excise duties. So what had been a legitimate business until then suddenly became taxable, yeah. and it's not really the the Kerry <laughs> way or the O'Connell or the Irish way, even not really. especially not the O'Connell way, just to bow to rules imposed from afar. So we carried on the business, but then they started calling it smuggling. But this has <laughs> built up over two hundred years. Uh, mm -hmm to a really successful, uh, uh, profitable business under uh, a namesake of mine, uh, another Morris O'Connell called Hunting Cap. Hunting uh, Cap. Yeah, and he so-called because uh, he uh, 
they they he had another uh, falling out with the tax people. They brought in a tax <laughs> on gentlemen's hats, so he started wearing this this hunting hat. So he, he was he is known as Morris Hunting Cap O'Connell from then on. But he had seven ships going to and fro from the continent, bringing in uh, luxury goods, and his customers would have been the gentry of Kerry. So mm -hmm. they didn't want their their supply chain interrupted. Um, so it carried on very happily for a couple of hundred years uh, until in around 1820 when Daniel O'Connell was becoming politically prominent and Hunting Cap was 95. He'd, wow. He was going blind. The revenue who had thus far managed not to have any effect on his activities were threatening to to uh, send gunboats up Kenmare Bay to shell his house. <laughs> so the family decided that, that now was the time to go legit. So in 1820, my side of the family moved here to Killarney, um, and we've been here ever since. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably a sensible business decision. When they send gunboats, when they're threatening yeah. you to send gunboats to put you out of business, it's probably a good idea to go it legit. It probably is, yeah. <laughs> But, well, the so, scary so. <laughs> the scary thing is that's actually older than Carrickfergus Castle, which is eleven eighty. So that's 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 some lineage, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the the lineage actually is. is I mean, every whiskey brand has to have a has to have a fake date involved in it. So <laughs> no, but you you really have it. You really yeah. have. Yeah, it. Yeah, but you have to choose which one. I <laughs> I, I I sort of prefer sixteen sixty one as the date when we started uh, going wayward. Uh, you could go back to 1450, but but the land we are on here is is land that was originally in my mother's family. They are the McCarthys. So between my mother's family and my father's family, we've been here 900 years. So uh, I, 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 I'm in the states, running and earlier than 1950 has the word historic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody in America, this is genuine history. This is actually historic. <laughs> now. You started Wayward Irish Spirits. You obviously are sourcing your, your your whiskey. You're sourcing it because you you don't have your own distillery currently. We'll get yeah. We have we have two sides to the business. Mm -hmm. uh, we grow our own barley on the estate, uh, which is distilled for us into pot still by Great Northern uh, Distillery, and uh, that comes back here to be matured on the estate and. Uh, we are shortly launching this. This is a. This is not the half million quid Irishman uh, rebrand. This is. A, <laughs> this is. This is just a mock up of the direction where we're going in it. It's a sort. It's a, a decanter bottle, uh, but this is. This is a pot still that's been um, grown here and matured here. So it has. So most of the things that affect the, the 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 taste and the flavour are are governed by by what happens here it's it's distilled for us by great northern to our mash bill and to our specification i take advice from them on what what's a good way to go but yeah. we have a a 50 50 malted unmalted mash bill uh which which gives a very oily uh rich and spicy. spicy yeah uh yeah slightly spicy uh whiskey which is tasting really well um sure Justin has a has a sample of it there. Oh, I, you have a sample as well, Marty. But uh, I, I, I suspect Justin's sorry. already had it. Past uh, tense. Marty had one. <laughs> Gubbins, Gubbins probably drank it. I, I've got three beautiful samples here. <laughs> oh, brilliant! So, so that's that. So we're what we're planning in 2024 is to start distilling just the grain that we're growing on the estate. Uh, so that'll be pure single estate grain to glass distillery. And alongside that, we have our Liberator range of sourced whiskies. Uh, uh, these are uh, we, we're sort of recreating the, the traditional whiskey bonding, and your 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 uh, your the people on here this evening probably know what a whiskey bonder is, so I won't won't uh, oh, it's, it's always nice. No, it's it's always better to explain yeah. things because there's right. new people tuning in all the time. Yeah. Right. Well, in the days before we had the big brands, um, pubs, merchants um, would receive their whiskey, their, sorry, their wines and brandies and sherries and ports in barrels, mm -hmm. and they'd sell off the contents 
and they'd be left with an empty barrel. They'd, they'd wonder what to do with it. And they discovered that if they brought it to their local distillery, they could uh, fill it with, with spirit and create new interesting whiskies for house whiskies. For, yeah. So each pub, each merchant would have its own style of whiskey uh, and everyone would be different. Every town would be different. Uh, so we're we're bringing that into the 21st century. So what we do, you mentioned Great Northern. Yeah, we 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 source from Great Northern, but we also source from five other distilleries, and we've laid down stock now, um, uh, quite a lot of stock from from yeah. six distilleries, uh, and we're adding to those all the time. And basically, okay. what we're trying to do is to build up a library of flavors uh, that we can blend into new and interesting whiskies. Yeah, and I, for those who don't know, we, we've our, the, the two whiskies we have on the market at the moment are a uh, malt whisky in a tawny port finish. Now, mm -hmm. this uh, we this was our, our launch product, and uh, it's uh, from really we sourced really fresh tawny port casks, which uh, which we got personally and uh, refilled here within two weeks. Sorry, those were three weeks. Within three weeks of them being disgorged in Portugal. So they were oh. really fresh and really strong port finish from them. Yeah. Uh, we also have a blended whiskey, which is finished in ruby and tawny port casks. Um, so I like port finishes. And my view is that <laughs> if I'm never able to sell them, at least I can drink a, a, a storehouse full of them. But the so we tr in our sourcing we try and control as much of the as much of the process as possible. We we get the spirit distilled for us to our to our mash bill, yeah. um, uh, in consultation with the distiller in the distillery, uh, and mature it in casks that we've sourced, uh, and then they will be uh, finished, blended, and bottled here on the estate. We try and do as much as we can on the estate. We we don't get other people to bottle for us because we can bottle when we're ready to do so, and we can take our time to do it properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, now you say you're sourcing from six distilleries. Can you tell yes. us what six or? Uh, I can no. tell you a few of them. Uh, the deal we have with with two of them is that we're not allowed to to use their name until it actually goes into the bottle. Oh, and right. then, then then we're we're allowed to allowed to be. To 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 reveal them because I I mean they only sell to us because they need cash and maybe, <laughs> maybe they don't necessarily need oh, oh. some of them only sell to us because we they need cash so um, we and we get we source from from uh, we have West Cork we have uh, Cooley we have Great Northern uh, we have Clonakilty we have Dublin Liberties and there's there's others being added at the moment so. Uh, there will be more. They all, 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 all good names. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I th I think and it's so. really important that the distill distillate is is good quality. I mean, we're, there are a couple Cork. we've decided and not and not not yeah. taken from. Well, West Cork. I mean, the, what West Cork do? Yes. <laughs> how versatile that spirit is! Uh, un unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Absolutely. Now, the, where you are is very, very important because. A lot of people. Ireland's not a very big place. Let's be honest; it's not big, but the climate in it is. I'm about as far away when I'm in Glenarm and the North Antrim coast as it's possible to be from you. And unfortunately, you get the Gulf Stream down there, and by the time it gets to me, it's kind of gone. Well, it, that that that's it. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I, I didn't prime you to ask that, but <laughs> but uh, the microclimate here is special. Special. Uh, uh, we have four seasons in a day. We say here, yeah, and extreme extreme seasons in a day, and extreme seasons because yeah. where we are is we have we have the Gulf Stream. Uh, there are mountains in front of us, Ireland's highest mountains, the Maclacuddy Reeks, mm. and a lake in front of the estate. So the combination of those three mean that the land here is really wet. As a child, it was an absolute pain because yeah. there's no sun. Uh, it's very wet, and you can't, you don't know what the weather's going to be like in an hour's time. Uh, but as it happens, that's really good for whiskey maturation yeah. because each of those changes in pressure changes how the spirit interacts with the wood. Yeah. Uh, 
because as the spirit as the spirit expands, it goes into the wood, and when it contracts, it it comes out of the wood through the layer of charcoal, which which purifies it and softens it, but also mm -hmm. taking in some of the flavors from the wood. Yeah. Uh, and what we have here is different. We can't say it's better. It yeah. is better. But, but, <laughs> but oh yeah, here we are. This 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 this, this graph. We we've been recording the temperature here in our abundant storehouse for the last four years, and I think this was last year. Uh, now, whiskey, uh, the, the the interaction between wood and and spirit happens when the temperature is above seven degrees. Now, this line that you see. A dotted line um, is is seven degree mark. So uh, mm. there's in that period, I think there was two days where it was below zero, but for ten months of the year, it's over seven degrees. So this activity with within within the barrel is happening. Then, if you go to somewhere like uh, Isla, they've got a maturation season of six months. Yeah. So. It's very important for the whiskey also to rest between the the maturation. So so it's not a you can't say that, that because it's ten months it's it's that much better than six months, but no. it is different and something different is happening. We come in some mornings and the the whiskey is seeping up through the bungs of the barrels, wow. uh, which which is worrying. It's worrying um, <laughs> uh, because you don't want to lose too much of it. That yeah. happens very occasionally, yeah. uh, and the the uh, you've probably got a picture of our bonded storehouse there. It's a three hundred year old stone building with two foot thick walls. Um, so uh, and a part of the floor is has no damp course. So there's a lot of humidity from the earth coming up. Yeah, uh, the picture you see there is is of our uh, future still house. Uh, so uh, the so it's humid as as is everywhere in Kerry, uh, <laughs> and uh, and and these 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 walls um, keep the temperature stable, but yeah. there is this pressure variation all the time. And, and, and the humidity humidity must be play a part there too, because the it does. You know the humidity in uh, that Gulfstream image that we're showing that, that that's actually warm. Air coming, warm current coming up. From There's not a lot of warmth Florida. in it most of the time, to be honest. <laughs> well, I feel like yes, you should be in Glenarm and then you'll see what the difference is. But, but to be fair, that I mean, that, that bringing up all that weather, if you like, is probably a good way of putting it. And those variations are going to have that effect on, yeah. on the cask. You know, they are going to breathe the cask, if you like. You know, it's coming yeah. in and out of the wood. Um, uh, this this courtyard would be the the stables block and yeah and on the, the on the right hand is... on the right hand side is 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 our maturation storehouse in the foreground you can see an archway uh, leading into that that area and above that is a plaque in Chinese which uh, uh, was put up by a great uncle of mine who spent a lot of time in the Far East, and he put up this sign, which in Chinese reads, House of Contentment. <laughs> so the our maturation storehouse has been renamed the House of Contentment. But what we found out afterwards was that uh, was that uh, the House of Contentment is is apparently a euphemism in Chinese. Yes, yes, from, I know. From I know. So, I know. So, so, will we get Zuckerberg, <laughs> Marty? Will we get Zuckerberg? <laughs> so he was having a joke at our expense, I suppose. <laughs> And and then in the in the on the left hand side there you can see our the the, the future stillhouse for the barley that we're growing. The barley grows in the in the field just beyond those trees, uh, which is called the hilly field. Uh, and so you can stand in there, see where the barley is grown. It's matured in the right hand side building, and it will be distilled in the building on the left hand side. So it's very personal. It's very much of this place, and yeah. I, that's what we we wanted to bottle what we have here uh, and and sell that basically. No, you you must obviously then buy into the whole terroir. Uh, you know, that, that obviously you're very well well aware of Waterford and what Mark Rainier yeah. and stuff's doing. So you must buy into this. You must think that, that where hilly field is there, that everything being done on site. Is going to have 
a taste of the, the area, the taste of that estate in the bottle. Um, I can certainly say that from the maturation mm-hmm. uh, point of view. Uh, on 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 the on the 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 fact that it's grown here, I haven't tasted enough different uh, uh, new make spirits from different pots still to be able to 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 tell a huge to tell what's different for the for the terroir compared to the 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 mash bill and the and the 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 fermentation and the other yeah. aspects of it. This is this is our the. 2020 harvest you see there it's all i mean you look up the country you look at the 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 videos of waterford and in the southeast they have huge huge areas of of uh, grain under harvest uh and they have these vast machines which cost hundreds of thousands this we have with very few people grow barley around here because yeah. it's wet, because it's challenging, and because mm-hmm. you can lose the crop as easily as grow it. Uh, so we have these elderly uh, uh, combine harvesters, uh, and I think one of the previous shots showed 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 harvest day. What happens is that all the old guys come out and comment on the on the the crop. It's, it's really lovely, uh, <laughs> uh, and they, um, yeah, they, I, I, they, I can just picture them. Yeah, oh, it, 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 it's it's very it's very special, <laughs> and they're really they're really hoping that the machine will break down so they can look under the hood and sort it out. And uh, last year we were we were very lucky in that uh, uh, we had a, a friend locally who is obsessed with horse drawn machinery, and so we cut a, a share of the of the barley with uh, with uh, with a horse drawn cutter. Uh, and that was that was very special. I'm the, sure the, the 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 noise, just the click clack click clack, uh, and the man controlling the horses was very special. And then there's something special about manual things and, and yeah, absolutely. Animals except really. except if you if you have to use it because yeah. it's it was great for a hundred yards or so. But <laughs> if, if we were doing last year, we grew 21 acres of barley. If we were doing the whole 21 acres by hand. By by the horse drawn things, uh, it would have taken us days and days and days. So uh, yeah. um, we didn't. We're do being that. asked questions, uh, Morris. Uh, yeah. Andrew uh, Alexandru is saying, "Can whiskey enthusiasts vi- visit the site now?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> give me a call. We do. We don't do tours. Uh, we do. We do. It's a brand home at the moment, and uh, we 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 have distributors and people like that, and the trade visitors. But if I can, I try to uh, accommodate uh, geeks, <laughs> so <laughs> other geeks. So well, uh, I know a man in his camper van, uh, William McClanton Here says, "Really selling the, this whiskey, sir?" He says he wants some. <laughs> well. So, so uh, Justin, can I suggest that you open the uh, glass, the, the the sample of the single estate? I love a howler head monkey thing. <laughs> if you see, if you don't keep me some of that for whenever I come back, Justin. By the way, yeah, <laughs> correct, oh, well, correct I, is going to I'd have really, I'd really, I'd really like feedback on this. The problem oh. is. When you're making whiskey, they're all your babies. Of they're course. all very special. And it's very difficult to be objective. But this, to me, is very special. Uh, so the uh, uh, it's got a very, very rich nose. Very There's fruit cherries in it. Uh, and the, the, that wonderful uh, linseed oil, uh, the really thick oil. If you swirl it around in your glass, the legs on it are, are it's very oily. So it is. This is, it is tr- this is this is actually a three-year-old whiskey. Well, sorry, it's three-year, it's two-year, two-year, and uh, ten and a half month old spirit, but it will be whiskey on March the twelfth uh, this year, uh, and it's already drinking really well um, and really drinking beyond its age. So that's my view. Um, Just other people. Justin, do me a favour. Go lick that up to the glass just to let me see the oil in it. Just, just. You can see it's oily. 
You can see so it. Can see it so it's it's a fifty-fifty mash bill we use on that because we wanted to. I I wanted to have quite a lot of malt in it. Um, so well, listen, I I I don't have Marty's expertise, and I I didn't read the label because I always take a secret sip whenever they arrive, and I put it up to my nose and looked at it, and I says, "Gosh, that's PD," and I looked, and and that's the PD one, and. Then I looked right. at that one and I thought, okay, that's what's this one? And then I tasted it. And then when I read, the, when I put my glasses on, because I wear glasses, you see, I put <laughs> my glasses on and I read, yes, X peated cast. So I'm beginning yeah. to get a bit there's of a nose for this. There's, you know, that's, it's very subtle. And maybe we haven't made it subtle enough because these have been uh, matured in. In in French red wine casks, it's actually mm. they're actually Mouton Rothschild casks, though I'm not allowed to say that apparently. So, so, okay. so I never. I never secret is safe with us. <laughs> uh, and uh, but they they've been they've been uh, shaved and retoasted, uh, so you're getting a lot of the 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 the, the virgin wood out of it as well but there's still the <laughs> somebody's asking well john, john <laughs> Fleming, you keep being offered samples but you keep giving them away uh so so uh i'll bring one into you john um the i, uh, cer I certainly wouldn't be making a cocktail with this this so, stand stands on its own but actually we 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 we're we have one or two casts of it that that we're finishing in an ex peated cask. We had to empty the we had to empty the the peated cask. Uh, in, so so we've reused that cask, and it's actually been uh, it's actually been uh, in this. It's just be one cask has been finished in the peated cask for the past uh, three months. So it's it's not long at all. So we yeah. might actually have to take it out before it goes too far. Um, it goes too far. Now, but you, the you, idea was to take some of the edge off it, but there isn't really much of an edge. This is actually cut to forty-six percent, so it's 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 very drinkable, I think. Now, um, now you you have um, done port and pita casks, yeah, uh, before, which which is unusual. I mean, most most. It's other than these layers of complexity, well, peat uh, is a wonderful thing because it brings out thing. it brings out the flavors of 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 other things. So we have this wonderful um, uh, port finished whiskey uh, mm. that that, and you can actually add an extra layer to it by putting in just the, just the smallest hint of peat. And so I, I've I've tasted the. the, the Port and Pete, and I think I think it works really well. I think it's done a really really good job there. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it tastes doesn't have a huge amount of peat. So if you're a peat if you're a peat monster, an Ardbeg or a Lafroig man or something like that, this isn't for it. It basically yeah. just adds. It takes to be honest. I I'm having a drop of this. Okay, now, lots of people, yeah. lots of people will say, oh, this is fabulous. This is the best whiskey. Oh, it's lovely, lovely, lovely. It's a bit overly sweet, and I'm not sweetie person. So whenever I get a port cask, it's not as sweet. Um, I'm probably a bit more of a fan of, of tawny port than ruby port. Tawny would be drier, and and that, drier. That, that that. But I think you sort of need the sweetness as well. And yeah, the, the tawny the tawny is fig to me, and the, with our malt and tawny port, the somebody right at the beginning said to me, "Oh, it tastes like a fig roll." <laughs> and just that 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 you tell say, say that to anybody in Ireland, and they oh, know yes. exactly what what they're tasting. <laughs> anybody abroad, just, just they they don't yeah. understand. They, they don't. They think biscuits are scones over yeah. here. You know, they don't. They don't really understand the thing at all. But I hate uh, biscuits. By the way, they're a terrible thing. But anyway, yeah, why. But the, the thing is, you have you've you've, you've got this range of different flavors of of different cask finishes. Now the casks themselves. You have tried to the cast themselves are are family friendly to you, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah, I remember. remember it, I mean, that's really important to me. I, 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 it just feels I love the circularity of bringing these elements of our history back together. But it, the whole thing is it has it has to taste good. That's the that's the bottom line. Uh, yeah. The history is all very well, and that'll make just make it an interesting story uh, to talk about while you're drinking it. But uh, but the whiskies have to taste good, and yeah. I, that's what we try and do. 
Um, so when I, when I say that the casks have, have a meaning to you, they, they're, they're old family friends, and your wife has a connection here too, doesn't she? She has, yeah. Her family uh, have property up in the, uh, in the north of Portugal, and all the neighbours there are, are uh, the Port Wine families. Uh, uh, and I'm just watching John Fleming's notes here, <laughs> uh, trying to ignore them. Uh, the, uh, so they're all the, the Taylors, the Symingtons. Uh, and I, I asked Taylors, our, our immediate neighbour up there is, is the guy who runs Taylors. And oh, I asked him for one of his casts, but he wouldn't sell it to me for less, <laughs> less than two grand. So, uh. so we're, we're still negotiating on that one. But, uh, <laughs> but um, the, the casts we have, uh, the fresh casts we have are from Rosas, which is a, um, a, a brand of Piper Heidzik, um and very well regarded, but not, mm -hmm. ver not very well known here. The, the, yeah. the Tawny Port casts are about 25 years old, very fragile, but just huge flavor in them. And yeah. it's actually quite difficult to replicate that going forward, I suspect. So, and yeah, so, so your, we this do. This is the problem if you set your bar high. You set your bar high to start with. Yeah, but we, 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 we have to make a, a, a virtue of the fact that we can't be consistent. So, so just hope people will, will, will accept that. But they, are, uh, they don't. Quick question. Some people say <laughs> you've got to repeat that. So, yeah. Now, who does your blending? Is it yourself? Well, we have uh, no. I I I try. Uh, I just yeah, I, have I, no I, no ability to be to be uh, to be objective uh, yeah. because every single one is the best one I've ever tasted. <laughs> uh, so no, I I have to get other people to to help yeah. with that. We have we have a a, a panel. Uh, we have a, a a guy from Scotland and the guy a Swiss German lady who helps us. So um, they have much more experience in in layering these things. I come and I, I mean, just, we we have arguments with the with with our Scotch guy who comes over and will make whiskey the way they like them in Scotland, and I have to keep pushing him to put more port finished stock yeah. <laughs> in there, uh, and he's resisting, and we just push and push and push, and There's eventually we we get there. There's the Duro Valley there. It's it's some place for uh, yeah. for port and and the way they used to, you know, transport it down the rapids in those sort of boats is uh, is, Ravellas, is incredible. Yes. Is incredible. Yeah. Now, you are building your own distillery. We, you've said that, that, that we're converting we're a building to put a distillery in. Yep. Now, what oh, size? What that? size of capacity? <sighs> we're, we're 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 planning to have two two stills. One one of thousand. One of five hundred. Uh, so, so very small, small, uh, uh, and and purely for the authenticity of of dist of distilling our own grain. Mm -hmm. But we've been very lucky so far with 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 Great Northern uh, because they they they're they they they're, uh, they've been very good to us because our 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 first crop, our 2018 crop, was uh, 10 tons of barley. Five tons malted, five tons unmalted. Their yeah. silos are thirty tons each, so they're <laughs> emptying these these huge silos to take in my tiny, tiny uh, uh, production. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know why they do it. I hope they're not listening because they, they I hope they'll continue to do so. We're now this year, uh, next week, in fact, uh, we are distilling the our twenty twenty one crop. Which mm -hmm. is about uh, just over thirty tons. So, uh, so productions increasing. So you're expanding. You're you're, you're increasing. Yeah. but that will be that will be the max or maximum yeah. of it. And and just distilling our own our own grain is not is not going to be is not going to be enough to make a to make a viable business. Yeah. So we're we're planning to and it'll be about thirty percent of our business, I reckon. And Good. the balance will be the, the the whiskey bonding, and that gives you the chance to play with with other people's distillers and and uh, uh, mature it uh, in casks that you choose. Uh, and we we've got a, a, a selection of casks which c connect again with the, with the history. We've got Spanish casks, 
Uh, we've got uh, rum cast, which reflects another connection of the family. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we we try we try and we try and make them different to the way the Absolutely. distillery. Well, to be fair, you are going to be aging them in a place that no one else has aged. You know that you have yeah. a unique area, a unique yeah. spot. Which, but the which... blending is the blending is really important as well. Yeah, and and just it's amazing what you can do with 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 blending. Uh, yeah. And it's amazing how you can make a how you can you can give the semblance of of greater age to younger mm. spirit by careful blending. Yeah, um, I, I, I take my hat off to blenders. I, th I think blenders are really absolutely you know, they're, they're what they do. When you consider all the, 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 the sort of combinations of stuff that they have to work with, I take my hat off to them. It blows me away how, how yeah. clever they have to be. Now, we sort of try and simplify it by having sort of different <laughs> type, different types. Different, different sort of flavor types and different. Mm. Uh, so we have we have some grain whiskey that's that's in ruby port casks. We have some grain that's in bourbon casks. We have uh, what we also find is that is when we're using our port casks, the first fill it gives you a, a very uh, strong reaction, uh, and then the second fill is a more muted. Yeah, it takes a uh, bit longer, but it takes longer. But it's actually a very different finish yeah. than that, and it's a much more subtle. Uh, and on its own, it's very nice as well. So you have to blend that through with 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 uh, malt that's been just finished and it's just been in bourbon throughout its life. So uh, yeah. you have these sort of blocks of <laughs> flavors that you try and work with. Yeah. Uh, now you have the when. Your stills. Who's making your stills, by the way? Have you, have you we have. We haven't commissioned them yet. Yeah. I. I just need the headspace now to to get round to that. And and yeah. we we've been. Yeah. It, it's 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 got. It's, it's still a bit two years sorry. away. Yeah. I absolutely. Yeah. It's a couple yeah. of years away before. But you there are them. stills available. There are secondhand mm. stills available, and we we will be buying secondhand stills uh, rather than commissioning new ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that that's a bit twenty twenty four. So you yeah, a couple of years ago. Yet yeah. will there be? Yeah, so we're starting work on the building already. So uh, will there be more um, of a um, a tourist offering whenever they? Yeah, I I, I, th I think the at the moment uh, we sort of do VVIP tours really, uh, <laughs> and uh, um, we've got uh, a few tours lined up, uh, and people just asked us to do to do tours and uh, just. In the hundreds of pounds, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, we have to try and do something to make sure to, to justify that that cost. But there, there's groups of two, four, and six. Yeah. Uh, so very very small, and those are the sort of things that I need to do myself. Uh, and and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's we're not set up to do tours yet. No, so not, not just. And, and I, I think I think when there's a distillery. There, there's clanking machinery. There's lots of things saying, "Do not touch. This is hot." <laughs> that people will want to touch. Yeah. So that that's the tourist thing. And yeah. there are plenty of there, there's a big distillery opening up around the corner, which will be, a, which will which will uh, be uh, a tourist uh, a, a tourist destination as well. So uh, so there's so, quite a lot happening with tourism here, especially in especially. Especially down Killarney and that area, yeah. you know, the Hayden It's I becoming mean, a, a whiskey hub now, which is, is, which is really hub. interesting, actually, because uh, the, the hotels are getting excited because there is a small amount of of the year where where the the hoteliers are not getting a hundred percent occupancy. So uh, they're all getting very uh, happy that that there's whiskey tours coming because there, there's uh, in Killarney with where we are. There's a big new brewery distillery 500 yards up the road. There's a second distillery 500 yards in the other direction. You've yeah. got Dingle. You've got uh, Port McGee. You've got Skellig 618. Um, all of these would, would have Killarney as the, as the start-up of, yeah. of the tours. So, and it, um, and it, so it, it can only bring people here. A little whiskey maker down down in the yeah absolutely <laughs> in the and, and yeah and and 
it'll it'll be interesting to see whether whether we have a sort of regional style coming up. Or is that yeah. yeah? Tours can be booked to carry out off license. I'll bring people in the back door via the lakes then. <laughs> yes, well, we, well, we've, we've actually we've yeah, it's uh, that's another story. But the uh, um so alongside the the, the our molten tawny port and our and our liberated small batch, we have these uh, what we call storehouse specials, which yeah. are uh, small releases of interesting whiskies that we find in the storehouse, uh, and 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 uh, uh, trials for for they they can be castrate versions of existing of our existing products, single cask releases, or or this one which was a, a trial for a new for for a new blend that we're we're going to bring out, which is yeah. the piece the slightly peated one that. Uh, uh, that that you were talking about, Marty, yeah. uh, and that's my current favourite baby. Uh, it's it's <laughs> very drinkable, but we we bring these out. Uh, I think the first one we brought out because we didn't have anything to show people at Belfast Whiskey Week, <laughs> so we we got something together and and it went really well. Uh, and so we we brought out a few uh, uh, subsequent releases to that. The we're we're bringing one out in in uh, probably early March, which is this one here. And uh, Justin, you have a sample of this as well. And this is a malt finished in Muscatel sherry casks. And uh, this is really thick. Really, you won't like it, Marty. It's really sweet. Um, mm. And uh, so. Uh, uh, this is this is delicious. It's it's about fifty nine percent. To me, it doesn't. It 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 wears that very lightly. Uh, there's lots of raisins in it. It's it's more of a dessert wine, uh, Moscatel. But the the uh, we got these casts from Jerez, and uh, they were actually here and refilled within two weeks. So, so the freshness of the cast is really important yeah. to me, and it's really important to to know what was actually in the cast beforehand. Yeah. And the sh I, I'm not a huge sherry fan, but the the sherry in these Moscatel casts uh, was just stunning, uh, <laughs> and and that's that's what made me decide to 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 buy these casks. So uh, uh, we'll be releasing this as a cast strength storehouse special. Uh, in in March, uh, your cast strength is proper cast strength. Um, one of your previous releases was it was it sixty one <laughs> or sixty two percent or something? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we we actually tried tried doing that. Uh, we also have a, a, a an attempt at trying to to cut it to where we think it should be, uh, which we call the blender's cut. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the cast strength people start complaining about that, and uh, so. Uh, you just let them water it down. Let them do their own what thing. do you think of that, Justin? Do, do you think that that's that's quite that's quite quite light for for fifty nine percent? I I tried it with a wee drop of water in it. There, right? It's you, you can you can drink it at fifty nine percent, which is a scary thing. You mm -hmm. know, you you, <laughs> you can't you can. It's uh, my favorite of the three. Probably is. The Lakeview uh, Single Estate Pot Still. Right. Uh, for, I mean, I'm not a, a peat fan at all, but the Port and Peat would be second. And then that malt uh, Muscatel okay. uh, would, right. be my, would be my, thir my third one. Uh, I mean, I find my, my palate for whiskies has been changing over the past couple of years. So I, I do like to have the sweeter stuff, but uh, for some reason, the sweeter Peace. stuff. I'm going off for some right, reason. Right. It's because you're listening to me. You don't need sweet, 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 sweet. It's how you, the people have been conditioned to think that sweet is nice. All the other complexities, you've subtlety, you've the umamis and different that kind of different textural feels that you have in your mouth. This mm -hmm. is where things should be. And why when you get port, which is not just as sweet as as sherry, and you add on a little bit of smoke to it and a little bit, it brings out. Different combinations of different flavors. Yeah. This, um, I'll tell you something else, Morris. Uh, I genuinely take my hat off to you for. Thank you for bringing out bottles at an affordable price, 
because mm. the, the, you're bringing out bottles, half bottles, which people can spend 30 euros or whatever it is, 35 euros. Not 30. <laughs> 35 will be the cheapest, yeah. Well, well 35 yeah. euros. Yeah. You know, and, and but it enables people to try it and see yeah, whether they like it. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's far too much emphasis now on people. They bring out bottles and it's all collectible bottles and 150 euros and people can't buy them and stuff. You're bringing out bottles of, of, of a spirit which you have uh, passion and complexity and history and you can buy into a story at an affordable price, which ordinary working class people can go out and buy. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Well, the I'm afraid we will break your heart on the the single estate. Uh, That's a different kettle of fish. We're, <laughs> we're, we're actually going to going to uh, um, bring some of this out. Uh, I mean, the, it was March the 12th that it's three years old, and yeah. actually, Whiskey Live was supposed to be on March the 12th. So uh, Whiskey Live in Dublin is now in June, so in June, we might yeah. bring it out then. But we're, we're probably going to bring out a, a, a very small coming-of-age release and then have an inaugural release later. So the coming-of-age release is going to be expensive. Yeah, uh, pro- so yeah. You'll, you, you'll guys, have to wait. you guys should be making the profit on the inaugural releases. I, I was talking about uh, White Peak Distillery, and last week it was Loch Lee. The Loch Lee Distillery brought out, I think it was 7,000 bottles of their inaugural release, all gone, all yeah. gone straight away. And there was actually bottles of it on auction sites before it was released because people knew they had already secured bottles and had them had them on auction sites before they were released. Yeah. Um, initial releases, they should be expensive and the money mm. should go to the producers. Um, but I'd sort of like, like you sort of want people to be, you're, you're building a brand, you're building something yeah. for the future, you're not building it to 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 uh, charge people a lot of money on an older release, really. Yeah. You, you, want, you, want, you want to, to people to try it and buy the second bottle. Yeah. Um, I think I, these, day, these days people don't drink their older releases, they keep them and then buy the second bottle to try it. Yeah. That's basically yeah. what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the third and the fourth is what, and you're the third and the fourth is what you're looking for. But bringing out bottles that are, are affordable, affordable artisanal stuff that you're getting and bringing them out at that 30, 35 pound or whatever it is, um, is really, really commendable. Mm-hmm. Now, for anybody who isn't sure uh, that isn't in Ireland or whatever, who who the O'Connell family are. If you've ever been to Dublin, the main thoroughfare, the main street, everybody been on, the O'Connell Monument is, is slap bang, that's, that's where you are. So anybody who's not sure, this is what you're that's buying. That's not actually me. So that's, that's, not Morris, that's not Morris. That's not Morris after... Yes, after yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be at the top of the street. <laughs> You'll be up at Parnell Square. <laughs> but no, this so this is sort of a brand familiarity. If you've ever been to Dublin and been to to, to down O'Connell Street and the GPO and, and and the Spire and all that, this is this is what you're buying into. You're buying into this lineage and history and a story. And it's being yeah, but it, it but the the drink itself is is the yeah. really important part. And and I wonder if if people will see the history and see oh it, it's it's a brand selling the history. But, no, but I don't think I don't think that's the point. I think the thing about it is there's so many aspects to drinking a whiskey, and when you've got the the, the story behind the O'Connell family and and the, and the importation and you're buying, people have that affiliation and, and, and affinity with with what it is. And there's lots of bad whiskies out there that put. A story to it, but you've actually brought out a product that's very affordable, very good quality, very drinkable, and also has a story that people can can understand and relate to. You and I think I think it's to be commended for what you've done and and Thank when you, you've Martin. done it and when you've done it. Thank you, and you, I hope you'll enjoy our banana whiskey when we bring that out. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's, 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 I don't know. There's, there's so many. Have you tried the Jamison Orange one? Yes. I'm a, I'm <laughs> I, I, skip, I was wondering what it's like. <laughs> um, let's just say awful would be would be a good word. Okay. Um, yeah. I, 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 I do a review of a review of this coming up. Henry McKenna. 
And remember, Justin, we did the book review of the McKenna. We, we did, McKenna. yeah. Connections to here, yes, yeah. Yeah. Guy from Draperstown went to Kentucky, opened this distillery, and it was quality, quality, quality all the way. Well, they've ruined that with this rubbish. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah, but it, uh, when you get. Well, I suppose you're, you're only as good as your, your last album, really. So. Yeah. But um, the thing is, it, it, when you can buy into a story and when you have a history and a story and, and, and all of that that can be put into a bottle and a label, it, it, it adds to everything. It adds well, to. I hope so. It does. And uh, where you are, uh, when you get your still up and running and people can come down and spend a little bit of time down in, in Killarney in that beautiful setting that you have, I, I, I am envious of when it'll happen, you know, because I, we will be down. Me and Justin will come down and say hello. Well, you're both very welcome anytime. So. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful down there. It's, it's a long time since I've done a tour down that way. Uh, mm. a, lot, a, lot, a long time, I know. Uh, there are well, there's so much whiskey we, stuff happening here now that uh, that it's uh, it, it's 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 going it's going to be a, a good time for Kalani whiskey and Mr Fleming uh, who's been on here making a, odd comments uh, uh, he's he's a big part of it he runs the carry out in Kalani they've been very good to us uh, and uh, yeah his pills rimming <laughs> <laughs> Frank Heron says me too. <laughs> there you go. Listen, no. thank you very, thank you very much. No, thank uh, you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thanks a lot. Remember to comment, like, and share. We're on live Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch. We're also a repeat on Instagram, and also wherever you get your podcast from. Ask your smart speaker to play Irish Whiskey Review podcast, and up will pop tomorrow because i'm not doing it tonight <laughs> <laughs> last week's well last week's well so uh, uh good evening everybody thank you for watching uh linda cox is saying uh good evening thanks lads uh thank you very much and uh, catch you next time same time same